What's up, guys? Max here back with another episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. I hope you're all having a great weekend out there. It's a Sunday back in the United States. Wherever you're tuning in from, I hope you're doing great. What's up, Ica? First in the chat today, Nuggets, Recon, Mud Rock. We've got John Franco asking me about the planks. Well, just you wait. That's coming up. Mud Rock, Cheese, Neek. We've got uh, Eric in the house, Jay Honey. What's up? Whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, I hope you're crushing it. Alex, what's up? I had a great weekend. Thank you very much. So I hope you guys checked out that, uh, enjoyed that new camera angle if you were here early enough in the episode. I've got that set up and we're going to use it today. Uh, Just trying something new. You guys got a little sneak preview at what I'm looking at as I look through this camera right here down the lens right into uh, into your guys' windows into your soul. So uh, that's, that's what I'm seeing. And a full setup tour is coming soon. What's up, Chris? So... I have a crazy show for you guys today. There are some super fun stories. It's going to be a fun one. This is going to be a fun show, okay? We've only got one horrible, epic fail story to cover out of the Army, but it wouldn't be a Scuttlebutt Show episode without it. What's up, Greenblock? What's up, Eric Santos? Welcome to the chat. It's nice to have everybody here. It is a pleasure as always. And I hope you're ready to get your PT on with me. Justin, oh my gosh, to properly even out. Oh my gosh, Justin, thank you very much. I do appreciate it. Uh, Not even necessary, but I'll take it. I appreciate it very much. Um, Things are happening over here at the Scuttlebutt Show. They're big. This is good. This season, the going into the fall season has, there's so much happening. There is so much happening that I don't even know how to begin to explain it to you guys. But there are some seriously epic things happening very soon. Very soon. Um, Maybe today. Maybe something epic will happen today. Update. First of all, let me hit you guys with a little about yesterday. I closed the poll. I mean, I didn't, you know, delete it or anything, but I've settled. I've settled it. I've accepted the results that the next game that we're going to be playing through the campaign on is Battlefield 3. So I hope you guys are ready for Battlefield 3. We're starting today after this episode. We're going to start today, and we're going to see what that's all about. And then when that's over, we'll get the next one going. We're going to keep doing that. Hope you guys are enjoying that stuff. Anything you want to see me do, just let me know. Just hit me up. And we're going to do that letter to Rambo this week. So if you, I got a couple responses from you guys, but I want to make sure I get all the ones that uh, people want to send out. So if there's anything that you want to say to Rambo that you haven't told me yet or sent me in a message or something like that, then please do so. Drop it in the chat. Send it to me at thescuttlebuttshow at gmail.com. I just want to make sure we get all the included stuff out there so that Rambo knows we're thinking about him while he's out there in uh, Paris Island going through boot camp right now. Good for him. I hope he's doing great. It's really true what they say. Boot camp is a moment of pain for a lifetime of honor. You know, and it's, that's, it's such a truth. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Boot camp and all these tough things that you do in the military, SEER school, whatever it is, you know, selection, whatever you guys are planning on doing, it's... you. You, you look back on it as just a small moment. It's a moment of time for a moment. It's a moment of pain for a lifetime of honor. And that's how you got to look at these things. It's so true. Whenever I do these big challenges, I always remember it's just a moment of pain. It's a moment of, of my life in pain for a lifetime of honor. That's how I looked at deployments. That's how I looked at all these like tough PT challenges that I've done in the past and all that stuff. We got some more coming up, the burpee mile. Uh, I figured out how to set that up online. I have a website built to have signups and everything like that. We're going to set a date and I'm going to create a leaderboard. So that's happening. That's coming. So I worked on it all weekend. There's just a lot, a lot going on. I've got some things that you guys don't know about yet that I'm working on, been working on them nonstop. It's going to be crazy. Max, I'm here on leave. Nikki, you're where on leave? You're in, you're in a, in your, in your house on leave. I hope. Are you in Okinawa? Could it be? 
I'll send some letter suggestions for you. Yeah, Nuggets, do it. Nikki MGTV in the house, mentor of mine, a good buddy. I'm happy to see him here. Uh, hopefully, he'll be a part of some of these big things that we have coming up soon. Let's see. What was your rate? I was an AT, Aviation Electronics Technician, Chief Select. So that was my rate. Um, let's see. Without any further ado, let me reply to these last couple of comments, and we're going to get into the stories today because we have some awesome stories. It's bad while you're in it, not that bad when you're looking back at it. Absolutely. Don't forget the cab tradition, spur ride. Just when I thought it was over, we got smoked some more. Yep. You got to earn it. You got to earn it. Speaking of getting smoked some more, my transitions are out of this world good, you guys. I'm, I'm, I impress myself sometimes. Smokey the Bear's first job was warning Americans about Japanese fire balloons. Who out there knew that? Honestly, who knew that? Leave me a comment if you knew that. Smokey the Bear, his original mission for the United States was to sound the alarm that the Japanese were coming to light your house on fire, and they actually did that. Did you guys know this? We're going to talk about a little bit of the history of Smokey the Bear. Generations of Americans have learned how to build a campfire from Smokey the Bear. It's actually Smokey Bear is his name, not Smokey the Bear. Uh, but he was created to help fight a Japanese threat during World War II. The, the Japanese were sending over balloons with Molotov cocktails and firebombs attached to them that were landing. They, they were meant to land in the United States and start giant forest fires. So they said, what can we do? How can we stop this? We need a cartoon character. So they came up with Smokey the Bear. The U.S. Forest Service faced a crisis during World War II. Able-bodied firefighters were joining the military, and there were fewer experienced men left behind to put out wildfires. It's actually a good thing about the Japanese. So they started to start fires on the West Coast by firing shells into oil fields, then by launching more than 9,000 fire balloons laden with bombs or Molotov cocktails that were carried to U.S. soil by the jet stream. Hundreds landed, and one managed to kill a mother and her five children in Oregon in 1944. How horrible is that? How horrible is that? I mean, World War II was so, so horrible. The stuff people went through in World War II, just the whole United States, all the citizens of the country, everybody went through World War II together. After Walt Disney's Bambi was a massive success in 1942, Disney licensed the character to the Forest Service for a year. The deal was for one year only, so we needed a more permanent character to symbolize the fight against forest fires. Smokey Bear was named after Smokey Joe Martin, a hero New York City firefighter who suffered burns and went blind during a 1922 rescue. August 9th, which is where it's August 9th, where I'm sitting right now, is celebrated as Smokey's birthday because that's when the Forest Service ordered his creation. Artist uh, Albert Stahl worked quickly and developed Smokey image on a Smokey image on August 10th. And it says, Smokey says... Care will prevent nine out of 10 forest fires. Not such a great catchphrase. They eventually came up with only you can prevent forest fires a couple years later. And there was even an actual bear at the, uh, at the zoo in, what was it? Um, uh, where it says it here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The national zoo. That was the actual Smokey the bear. So now you guys know the more, you know, let me tell you something. I actually have always said, I thought that Smokey the bear put an undue amount of stress on little kids. I mean, how are you going to tell a little kid, only you can prevent forest fires? Imagine being a kid and being like, only me? Like, I got to get out of school right now. There could be a forest fire breaking out. I'm not doing anything about it. I always thought that was a little much, a little too much. But hey, it lasted. It worked. We got Smokey the Bear representing Smokey Bear. Smokey Bear. Get it right or pay the price. Smokey Bear. So did you guys know that? Let me know in the chat. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. 
We've got, Nikki, I saw a clip of your video being used on some big name YouTube channels. Yeah, Max has secrets now. I am here on mainland. Smokey is a real one. I think it's the one about Dan Bills. Oh, Nikki knew. Nikki already knows the deal. On the East Coast in World War II, the Civil Air Patrol was spotting, shooting at, and, and sinking German U-boats. Some were spotted in the Connecticut River. Nice. Oppressing. I'm from Maryland. There were German U-boats in the Chesapeake. So crazy. So crazy, crazy, crazy. And now we know that uh, Smokey the Bear was actually a, a remnant of World War II. I actually did not know that. I, I knew about the balloons and the intention to start the fires, but I did not know about Smokey the Bear getting involved in that stuff. I actually had no idea. Let's see. Hey, what's up, Eviana? Welcome. Uh, Eviana, I have I have pretty much got the Burpee Mile thing set up, so if you're interested in that, then uh, it's, it's coming. It's probably going to be in November. I want to do it in November, okay, guys? So start prepping. I'm going to create some kind of like prep routine, but basically if you guys are interested in doing the burpee mile challenge, you're going to be able to do it as an individual or as a team. Okay. And the idea is you do a burpee and then you jump forwards and you do that until you've completed a mile. And if you do it as a team, you can split it up any way that you want. And there should be some kind of like prep routine that I'm going to come up with. This is probably the hardest physical challenge that I've ever done when I did it last year. I hosted this event in Okinawa. We had about 35 people come out. It's going to be a bigger thing and uh, this year, and it's going to be super fun. And there's t-shirts. You guys can get a t-shirt if you complete it. And as your team and all that stuff, it's going to be great. Um, but you can expect to do somewhere between 800 and 1,000 burpees to finish the burpee mile. 800 and 1,000 is probably what you're looking at, depending on how far you can jump forward every time. So you should be starting to train uh, some numbers on those. At, consult your doctor first. I'm no fitness expert. This is not fitness or diet exercise advice. I'm just saying, if you want a tough challenge, I've got one coming. Max does everything shirtless. It's already nuggets. You got to work hard on your English homework. Hey, do good in school. Smokey the Bear would approve. For me to Rambo, keep it going, Rambo. You got this. Thanks, Eric, very much. Eric, who's going to be pursuing a career, hopefully as a Navy SEAL in the future. Remember, a moment of pain, a lifetime of honor. It's going to end. That time, whether you're suffering for five minutes, five hours, five days, that time is going to end no matter what you're doing. So you might as well earn it. You might as well know that at the end of that time, you're going to look back and go, hell yeah, I did that. Shirtless and in gloves. Uh, you definitely do not want to do it shirtless. You definitely want to have full finger gloves, comfortable shoes that fit right, and knee pads or knee sleeves or something like that because it... I mean, my toenail just grew back after last year from all the jumping. I had the, the my fingertips were bleeding. Uh, the whole thing, it's a, it's a tough challenge. It is a tough challenge. So let's, uh, let's not waste any more time fear-mongering. Let's not waste any more time, you know, threatening you guys with exercise. Let's jump right into the next story. And the next story, classic, classic army crime story unfortunately. I really hate, I really hate to cover it like that, but it's so true. Teacher at U.S. Army base in Germany charged with sexual abuse. Another army pedo. This is getting out of control, you guys. So, you know, no joke. This is not a laughing matter. This is like as bad as it gets. An educator who taught the children of U.S. military personnel at an army base in Germany is accused of sexually assaulting two young students, court records show. Stefan Eberhard Zappi, with a name like Zappi, come on, has been a civilian employee of the U.S. Department of Defense assigned to an elementary school at an army base in Stuttgart, Stuttgart, Germany. Have you guys been there? I've been there. On Tuesday, he was indicted by a federal grand jury in Georgia, charged with two counts of aggravated sexual abuse of a child committed by a person employed by the armed forces outside of the United States. That's a pretty specific charge. 
This March, one student told a teacher that she'd been abused in 2007 and 2008 when she was only nine, less, less than nine, according to Unsealed Docs. She said she didn't report the abuse back then because she didn't know it was wrong. Her report led military investigators to interview other former students and faculty members, some of whom shared stories of inappropriate touching by Zappi. Another girl also said that when she was under nine years old, Zappi would call her to his desk during class and put his hand inside her shirts and pants. Oh my God, how disgusting is that? Zappi's going to be getting Zappies in prison, that's for sure. Because you know what they do to those pedos over there. If this is, uh, if he ends up being found guilty of this, which it sounds like he's on a path right to the penitentiary, he's going to be getting those Zappies, all right. A federal public defender representing Zappi did not respond. An FBI special agent said she learned that Zappi was in the U.S. this summer visiting relatives. He was arrested last month in Georgia after she traced his cell phone to Fayetteville, a city south of Atlanta. Federal law allows Zappi, who is a U.S. citizen, to be charged in the U.S. if the crimes occurred in a U.S. military installation overseas, which all of these bases are U.S. Preliminary court hearing set for July 30th was canceled because Zappi was in quarantine due to exposure to COVID-19. Yeah, hey, screw it. If he's if he's potentially been, you know what? Never mind. If he's potentially been exposed to COVID nineteen, just let him out of jail. He didn't do. He actually can't be held accountable for his actions. Uh, so we just got to let him go. Unfortunately, Zappy, you're going down. Zappy's going down. You know what's crazy? Dodea or the DOD school system, the Department of Defense school system, is known as one of the greatest jobs you could possibly have within the Department of Defense. These teachers have it so made in the shade, it is completely out of control. They're, they have like good pay, good benefits, live around the world, hard to get them fired. Their expectations are relatively low. I've heard major complaints about the DOD school. I've heard good stuff. I've heard good stuff, but I've heard major complaints about the DOD school system, all this stuff. Uh, it's... Um, it, it, it's crazy to think that this was going on that long and none of these teachers who witnessed this stuff reported anything. Whatever happened to see something, say something. People are out there just living it up, having the good life, no worry, no stress. You know, they're just cruising through life as Dodea teachers and they let this happen. I think hold, hold everybody accountable. Hold the witnesses accountable too. Where were the teachers? Where were the principals? All this stuff. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. Let's see. What do we got going on here? Max does everything shirtless. Uh, Max does it with no shirt, glove, speedo, and those five-finger toe shoes. <laughs> don't don't even put that evil on me, Nikki. Don't accuse me of being a five-fingers. Skivvies and white cap. Yeah, we could do a white cap probably. He said there were a lot of spiders where they slept. Um, what was that? I think Jay Honey found your uniform today. Maybe. Emma, you good? Emma, are you good? Just here to support Max. Thanks, Nikki. The Murph was challenging enough. The burpee mile sounds worse. The burpee mile? Murph is easy. Murph's fun. Murph's a Saturday. The burpee mile is a once in a lifetime. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I'm doing it as a team this year. I'm not doing the individual this year. That was one and done for me. I just wanted to do it one time. This year, I'm going to be doing it as a team when we host it. And I plan on live streaming it too. Max isn't wrong. They get paid so much for such a great deal. Thanks for backing me up, Nikki. Zappy going to take a crappy nappy in the jail and isn't going to be happy. Save that replay right there. I just busted a rhyme thanks to Ica. John says, I had a neighbor on Fort Campbell post housing who was a Dodea substitute teacher. What a deal. What a deal. The neighborhood hearing me grunt and groan mailing down the uh, street at 5 a.m. <laughs> burpeeing. You're going to be burpeeing down the street. So, like I said, that was our one like bad story today. Everything else is fun. And, uh, and I don't think that it's going to be a long, a necessarily long episode either. We probably, we only got a few stories left. We might get out of here early today and get right to battlefield three. But what I do have for you guys is just fun, engaging content today. And, uh, 
read my second comment. Oh, I think I got to go to live chat for, for Nikki here. He's posting savage cuss word stuff. Nikki said, Max isn't wrongly. It paid so much for such a sweet deal. Uh, I missed, I must have missed something from Nikki. Second comment. Do I have to go back and find all of Nikki's comments? No shirts, gloves, speedo, and five fingers. I don't know, Nikki. Post it again. I think I missed it. So it's, uh, it's been a wild ride for the Air Force this year. They've had some fun stuff. They came out with that commercial a couple weeks ago, helmets down. It's just cool. The Air Force is doing good. I mean, they haven't been doing good with their senior enlisted, but a lot of good stuff coming out of the Air Force. Here's a little fun story that I just wanted to cover. Neither of the top Air Force generals' two favorite military movies are about the Air Force. So I'd love to hear in the comments what your guys' favorite military movies are. The, the uh, general in charge of the Air Force, he picked The Longest Day and Top Gun as his two favorite military movies. So The Longest Day is about the invasion of Normandy in World War II. I I've, don't even know if I've seen it, to be honest. And then Top Gun, obviously classic Navy required reading. I'm going to put that movie on the required reading list because it's just so classic Navy. Uh, he said that he was graduating flight school at the time that Top Gun came out, and it just defined a career. Uh, defined a career for so many aviators. I mean, it de it defined aviator sunglasses. Like everything about Top Gun is historic and iconic, and I cannot wait for Top Gun too. I am actually super excited. One of the high school teachers here was caught banging a high school student. She got kicked out of Japan. Oh, it was a female teacher? Damn, sorry I'm late, coach. Hope you're having a great Monday. Thank you very much, h Not. I hope you're having a great day, too. Uh, I am having a great Monday. Jay Honey says, Lone Survivor. Jarhead, my guy, Nuggets, you've told me that before. Lone Sur Can I tell you guys a really quick side note? This is, I mean, this is the story right here. Just the Air Force top general is obsessed with the Navy. So, I mean, who wouldn't be? The Navy's the best. But we've got Jay Honey telling me that Lone Survivor was his favorite military movie. Let me pop back over here really quick. And I have a great story about Lone Survivor, actually. When I was like two days away from deploying to Afghanistan in 2013, I got tickets to an advanced screening of Lone Survivor, and we got to go into the theater and sit down with all just Navy law enforcement first responders at Mission Valley Movie Theater and watch Lone Survivor advanced screening. And two days later, I deployed to Afghanistan. Talk about like absolutely perfect timing motivation. I'm getting the goosebumps thinking about it right now, actually. It was perfect. Like it set me up for success on that deployment. I mean, I shed some tears if I'm being totally honest and I was just ready to go. I'm like, can I go get on the plane right now? I am ready to go. Let's go do this. It was epic. It was great. Loved it. Active Valor, Zero Dark 30, Top Gun, Danger Zone. Mine is the Indonesian Army Love Movie. Ed, do you got a name for that movie? The best Air Force movie is Strategic Air Command with Jimmy Stewart flying a B-36 and B-47. I don't know. I don't know that one. You know what's a great movie? I don't. I think it's Navy Pilots, but it's called uh, Failsafe. I believe it's called Failsafe. Uh, absolutely epic movie. They did it with George Clooney live on TV in the 90s. If I were still in middle school, high school, I would not care and not say crap if a teacher was messing around with me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, That's... There's always that double standard if the teacher is female and the student's male. Jay Honey, didn't Top Gun boost the hell out of people joining the Navy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Black Hawk Down, Full Metal Jacket, BHD for the Bond Warfighters have for one another, and FMJ for its rawness of boot camp. Full Metal Jacket is savage. Max, if you could have been in any military movie and relive that in real-life experience, what would it be and why? That's an insane question. Does Battleship count? It was weird, but it was fun to watch. Tears of the Sun is a really good movie. Um, if I could be in a military, if I could live 
a military movie, what movie would it be? That's an insane question. Oh my gosh. Maybe, uh, I don't need, I, I can't even come up with a really good answer, but let's go with like Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor. How crazy is Pearl Harbor? Like if you, if you, uh, could live through and survive the attack on Pearl Harbor and defend those ships and be there when that was happening. Oh my God. That would be so crazy. I would, uh, I would probably pick Pearl Harbor. Band of Brothers series is up there for me. BHD probably takes the cake for modernish. What's yours, Max? Mine is We Were Soldiers. My top military movie is We Were Soldiers. It just, uh, it's just so good. Was Behind Enemy Lines the Owen Wilson movie? Yes, it was. Max, would you even say a word if a teacher was messing with you in high school? Oh, I, I, I don't think I would be down with that. I do not think that, that would be my thing. Kate Beckinsale crush confirmed. That's not a bad, that's not a bad bonus for Pearl Harbor, by the way. That is not a bad bonus. Um, now, now, what was the sniper movie? That one was badass. Are you talking about Enemy at the Gates? Enemy at the Gates is a great movie, by the way. I love Enemy at the Gates. Uh, it's not an American movie, but, or an American military movie, but it's just so good. So let's see, Stripes does count. Stripe, of course, Stripes counts. All right, I love these. Keep the comments coming. The Outpost, yeah, The Outpost is great. Uh, and, you know, talk about modern. You know, that's like... 10 years ago in Afghanistan. So we've got another Air Force story. This one is going to divide the room, okay? It divided me. I was divided internally, spiritually, by this next story out of the Air Force. Because on one hand, I want to give this person some kudos, but on the other, I'm like, I'm not really sure. Air Force officer shows courageous restraint by not punching irate attacker on DC street. You know, they, they have, they have, they mention here, they mention here that, uh, they, they remind us that for a period of time, there was an award being given out for courageous restraint, courageous restraint, not being violent, even if you could have for humanity's sake. Okay. Even if it was justified, even if it was justified, not being violent which then they canceled that award because the military actually wants people to be violent. So it was probably a good call. But the U.S. military once considered awards for service members who exercised courageous restraint in Afghanistan. That controversial medal was later shelved, but an Air Force officer recently captured on video dealing with an irate man on Washington, D.C. Street is almost certainly deserving of it. In a roughly one-minute-long video posted to Instagram by the account DMV Scoop Hall, a man wearing a gray T-shirt and black shorts can be seen harassing an enlisted airman wearing camouflage before an Air Force officer in a flight suit who is presumably a lieutenant colonel, judging by the rank on his cap, stands in the way and tries to defuse the situation. You can watch the video below. And we are about to watch the video. So let's watch the video. I have to give you guys the adult language warning for this one. So this video does include adult language. We're going to watch it right now. And you guys tell me, does this look like courageous restraint or something else? Let's go. Let's watch it. Adult language warning. Adult language warning. Here we go. We're going to play the video right now. This person in my, I, I'll talk about my opinions after the video. How about that? Let's get right into this video. So good for him right off the bat, jumping in the middle of it, right? He's, he's protecting the female. There's another uh, presumably Air Force person right there. 
And, uh, and this guy certainly appears to be like some homeless person, possibly on something. He might be on some drugs. So that does put these people in a difficult situation. Like they don't know what they're dealing with here. Um, but this is what it's like to walk around like down a downtown city in like San Diego, for example, just getting harassed by crazy homeless drug addicts all day long. So this guy is actually swinging. He's swinging on him, like punching him in the face. At some point, you, restraint's not the right option. Like it's exercising. This is my opinion. Exercising restraint means you walk away if at all possible. But he's getting swung on. He's getting punched in the face. And he's like smiling. And just my opinion here, it seems like one of those uh, anxious, nervous smiles of like, I'm, I'm, don't beat me up. Everything's fine, but it's not fine. This is definitely not fine. I, if it was me, I think I would have probably punched this dude in the face by this time and probably at least held him on the ground and restrained him until help can arrive because nowadays you don't know who's going to stab you. Like people are getting stabby. People are getting really violent out there. Like just getting stabbed on the street is probably not that unrealistic in this scenario. So I think this is probably the moment where this guy should have used some of those Air Force combatives. He's got to have a pen. He's got to have a bunch of pens on him. He could use one of those, you know, like, you know, get some jabs in and then maybe poke the dude in the eye, knee him in the groin, take him down, get a little karate going, something like that, anything. Don't just get punched in the face a bunch of times. And what are these other airmen doing? This is like everybody could have joined in and easily restrained this dude on the ground until help arrived and gotten this guy off the street. Let's keep watching. So that's his watch. He just got his watch knocked off. This my watch. This my watch. I took that. I, and he did. And this dude's about to walk away with that colonel's watch. No. Come on, dude. At this point, everybody just bystanding, doing nothing. How are you going to just let yourself? Maybe I'm wrong. And you guys can let me know in the comments. But how are you going to let yourself get punched in the face a bunch of times and get your watch taken? Like you got just deboed. He got straight deboed. And that's the end of the video. He got straight up deboed. I mean, it got kind of embarrassing. It got a little bit embarrassing. And the video ends there. Uh, I think he was yelling Donald Trump at one point while he was swinging. And so let's see. 
The video abruptly ends with the officer trying to retrieve his watch, but it is apparent that he showed remarkable restraint in trying to defuse a situation that was quickly spiraling out of control. The standing rules of engagement for U.S. forces comes to mind in this scenario where an irate man demonstrates both hostile intent and his behavior as a hostile act and throwing punches, justifying the officer to use appropriate force to deter or neutralize. U.S. troops sometimes refer to their escalation force options as the five S's, shout, show, shove, shoot to warn, and finally shoot to kill, which you can advance to shoot to kill anytime you feel like you're threatened as a rule of the ROE. If your life is in danger, you have always the inherent right to self-defense. So in this case, uh, I feel like he restrained too much. This Air Force officer was well within his rights in a military context to knock the man out and go about his day, or in the words of one commenter, man, he would have went night-night. The officer instead took the high road and engaged in de-escalation, uh, and it says, fortunately, it worked out. I don't know. Did he get his watch back? It doesn't say. Uh, he showed incredible restraint. One member of the Air Force community on Reddit said of the video, though many uh, showed their support for a different option, starch him, yell world star, break out the phone, live stream, standing over his unconscious body singing the Air Force song. We fly high. We missed opportunity for sure. Another commenter wrote, uh, missed opportunity, should have uh, smacked his face with the hydro flask and scored that sponsorship. Let's see, are there any comments on here? Courageous restraint. No, he should have taken him down to the ground and ensured this guy was arrested. I agree. This is from task and purpose. I think that the right thing to do would have been to take him down, hold him, restrain him, least amount of force necessary until, you know, a higher authority like the police could come. 20 people stand there and nobody helps. We live in a time where I can't even tell if he is a far right dude or a far left dude. Was he invoking Trump or accusing them of being Trump? I think he was just a crazy person. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Man, I admire that sort of restraint because I never had it. I would have been tempted to pants this dude and knock him on his ass. If nothing else, it would have displayed a little of his real problem if you catch my drift. But cool, under fire and showing restraint that I couldn't have summoned. I don't know. I don't know. You guys let me know what you think. I think that it's, uh, I think that it's apparent that he could have done more. He could have done more. Uh, what's going on in the comments here? He woke up and chose violence. This is DC, Nikki says, notorious for the homeless issues. Uh, good man to keep his cool. Max, I'm not an adult. I will plug my ears. Good man to keep his cool because he would have kicked that guy out. World star, he woke up and chose violence. LOL, I wish he would have done that to a grunt E3 that has nothing left to lose. <laughs> when someone starts swinging, it's go time. Homeless man would go night-night. He was just about to ch uh, chaff and flare and get away. Uh, John Wick is ass. Females aren't going to help. I don't know, Larry. I've worked with females who would definitely help. Um, looks like the Tourette's guy. I'm sorry, but whose idea was it for the Air Force to adopt the hideous looking uniforms? It's a flight suit. Uh, oh, no. They're, they're, yeah, they are going to uh, Army now, but um, uh, they all kind of are starting to blend. I don't even know. Only the Marine Corps really stands out now. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> Airman watching from a distance, like always. Max, you're the officer and I'm the homeless man. <laughs> uh, sec, I'm from Brazil. I've always curious to think what others think about our country. So what do you think? Military, political, cultural affairs, pretty random question, but it is for my assignment. Um, I don't know. I don't have, I have a Brazilian friend uh, out here right now. And I've known Brazilian people. I don't have too many thoughts on the country. I don't know that much about it. Air Force is about to get hazardous duty pay when they go to DC. Brazil is an overrated third world dumpster fire. That's a little much. There's great people out of Brazil. Uh, I would have had to drop him. Dude, he's definitely on crack. Let's see. Sorry about the internet. That was a problem for you guys. Thought it was just crappy barracks Wi-Fi. It's probably crappy Okinawa internet, to be honest. I'll play patty cake with a cracked out guy when I'm alone, but different story when the family is with me. I get efficient real quick. Uh, I see that as a failure on his battle buddies. What happened to looking out for your own? You know, exactly, Mudrock. And here's what I'll say. I always get so mad 
when I see a group of bystanders and one person, one single person is attacking another and 50 people don't do anything where any three or four people could easily restrain pretty much anybody. And even if they have a weapon, even if they have a weapon, a crowd could overwhelm uh, an assailant, a single assailant. Maybe some people will get a little hurt, but it's better than just allowing yourself to get beaten or killed. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I hope the Navy doesn't change from N-dubs to the Army's crappy camo. Yeah, well, I think the Navy's going to stick with Type 3s for at least a little while. Who knows, actually? The Navy's so stupid. The Navy is so stupid with uniforms. It's out of control. Totally out of control. China is known for their people to just watch while somebody's getting murdered. Yeah, true. In New York City, too, for example. New York City happens all the time. Especially right now, I see those videos on the internet every day. Hate when the MF uses their phone to record and not call the cops. Yeah, seriously. DC is, DC is a scary place. Downtown DC is like downtown San Diego, where the city is just like, I don't know, unpredictable at best. I guess it's out of control. Um, we've got one more story for you guys today. So we might get done a little early, but this last thing, it's going to be kind of fun and hopefully interactive. Let's jump over here. Marine Corps to eliminate crunches from its physical fitness test in favor of planks. So all of my doctor friends, all of my you know wife's friends, doctors, you know PT therapists, they all agree on one thing. Crunches are not good for people. Crunches are not a good exercise. They're bad for your back. They're bad for your hips. They don't train your abs correctly. Moving to planks does seem like the right move, okay? I, I think this is actually great. I, I don't think this is weakening anybody. Uh, as I read some comments on this article, it said even Cub Scouts still do crunches. Crunches are not good for you. It's, an, it's a super imperfect exercise. They should have gotten away from crunches a long time ago. So I think that it's good that they're doing it now. So even the Marine Corps is going to planks. The Marine Corps will eliminate crunches from its physical fitness test in favor of planks by 2023. And we've got a video right here about the plank standard. So let's see that really quick. Fit to the core out of Quantico. Hey, what's up Marines? Starting this year on January 1st, 2021, the Commandant of the Marine Corps has authorized the use of planks as an alternative to the crunch on the annual PFT. Today, we're gonna to describe how this exercise will be conducted and the do's and don'ts of the movement. This is a timed event for a maximum earning of 100 points. You'll begin right. in the push-up position with feet hip-width apart. Okay. Elbows should be bent and lowered to the ground so that forearms are lying flat to the deck. Elbows should be lined below the shoulders with forearms parallel to the body at about shoulder-width distance. Hands must be on the deck, either in fists with pinky side of the hand touching the deck or lying flat, palms down. Hips should be lifted off the ground with feet flexed and toes grounded. The back, rear end, and legs shall be straight from head to heels and must remain so throughout the test. Marines should look at the floor to keep the head in line with the shoulders, back, and legs. Once the Marine is in the correct position, the monitor shall signal the start of the exercise. Time is recorded with a stopwatch to the nearest second. The exercise is ended if the Marine raises one or both feet or hands off the floor or fails to maintain the back, buttocks, and legs in a straight line from head to heels, or touches the floor with any part of the body except the elbows, forearms, fists, palms, or toes. As we begin this new year, remember to maintain your physical fitness and practice this new movement. More information about scoring can be found in the links provided below. 
Have a great day, Marines. And remember to stay fit to the core. Heck yeah. John Franco, $5 super chat. I get picked on for skipping leg tucks and going to planks. My last diagnostic ACFT, I planked for three minutes. Take that, haters. 75 points. So now that we know the standard, now that we've looked at it, what do you guys think? Should we do it? Should we plank? Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Should we plank? Should we do it? And will you guys do it with me? Because I've got this camera set up right here. And uh, I'm pretty sure I can use that to record myself or film myself doing a plank on the floor right here in my room. They should have moved to <laughs> Tenacious D, yes. Uh, we still do crunches for the PRTs. Even when I was going through, they were talking about how bad it is for our backs, and I would probably stop soon. Let's see. I plank for six minutes watching a scuttlebutt or chaos on my tablet. Are you serious? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I am not really strong at planks. I don't train them. Uh, they are not my strongest exercise. I am way better at much other stuff, but I'm down. I'm down to like put myself out there, you know, be witnessed doing this Marine Corps standard plank. I'm curious. You guys can do it with me. So I've got a timer on my phone and I've got, I'll call it out. So all I have to do, I'll plank for a year before doing a burpee mile. That's why you need to, that's exactly why you need to do the burpee mile. So I'm going to start setting up. So don't mind me. I'm going to uh, start setting up the camera here and we are going to do the plank Marine Corps standard right here. The minimum time to pass is take off your shirt. I am not going to be taking off my shirt. By the way, super legit t-shirts are available at scuttlebuttshow.com and everyone make sure you hydrate first. And if you are looking for a water bottle recommendation, this is the Amazon basics water bottle by a company called Embrava. It's linked in the description down below. This is my favorite water bottle. I cake it with me everywhere. I try to drink two of these a day, just absolutely the best water bottle ever. And I decorated it with a scuttlebutt show sticker, which is also available at scuttlebuttshow.com. So let's hydrate, let's set up the camera and let's get ready to do a plank. You guys make some room in your room, whatever you got to do. And we're going to get set up. What I will do is uh, I'm going to head over here. I'll be off comms for a second, but you guys can watch me kind of setting this thing up. Let's get ready. Okay, I can no longer see you guys, but I am going to 
get down here. I'm going to set this thing up. I've got the microphone set up as best I can. Let's see. Make sure that we're over here. And I will try to describe the, the feelings that I'm going through as I do this plank. And you guys do it with me. I'm going to give you a 10-second countdown, and then we're going to go. All right, this is the best I'm going to be able to do with the camera angle. So it says start in a push-up position and then drop down into a plank. So you guys do this with me. I'm going to give you the 10-second countdown. I don't know if you can see the uh, timer here. Here we go, 10 seconds. Five, four, three. I'm in the push-up. Two, one. I'm going down to the plank. All right, we're planking. We are planking. Whenever I do this, I notice myself, uh, I get the, the shake super quick. But we're feeling good, feeling good. 30 seconds in, guys, we're already 30 seconds in. Probably nice that uh, we haven't done any other exercise yet. So we haven't we haven't done any push-ups. We haven't ran. We haven't um, I don't know whatever else the Marine Corps does. No uh, combat fitness test stuff. No boot camp beatdown. Started to start us off. I one thing I'm thinking right now is I wish I had grabbed like an exercise mat or something. One minute. If you're still with me, you passed. If you're still with me, you, you did pass. I'm definitely getting the, uh, the trembles in my arms. One thing I'm noticing is like, what's actually difficult is keeping my arms together. It's not my core, it's not my plank. It's my arms are spreading apart on the ground. 90 seconds. Yeah, I think that's going to be the thing that causes me eventually to break. Is my arms are just split, spreading apart. Coming up on two minutes. I wish I could adjust. That's two minutes. Oh, I'm shaking. I'm shaking out of control. 210. I'm down. If you're still going, keep going. If you're still going, keep going. I got the timer. We got... 2.22 for me. If you're still going, the timer's still going. 2.22, my arms came apart, and that got pretty tough. Whew. Stop. <laughs> Let's see. 
Let's see, quit humping the ground. I never touched the ground, but I'll have to go back and watch. I'm gonna have to go back and re-watch myself, actually. Eric says I barely passed. Eviana's still going. Eviana sounds like a rock star. Six minutes? That's super good. I'm all out of breath. We're currently at 320. If you're still going, you're at 320. I'm like all out of breath. In the words of my RDC, stop making love to the ground, recruit. I never touched the ground. We're <laughs> max is weak. Told you guys, planks are not my move. But you know what's interesting? My core felt fine. I'm 55 and I can go 230. Well, we got to uh, have the, a more diverse challenge. Less beers, more planks. No way. More beers. Nuggets is still going. Go Nuggets. Do it. Get some. We've got, who else is still going? We're at four minutes. If you're still going, you're at four minutes. That's pretty good. The maximum is 420. So if you're still going, you're about to hit the max score. And I'll let you know when that happens. 10 seconds. 10 seconds for max PT score. Five, four, three, two, one, max. That's the max. If you're still going, great job. So one thing that's different about the way that the Marine Corps is doing it and the way that the uh, other, um, yeah, 420. I went down with you even after my mac and cheese dinner mixed with burger meat and Dr. Pepper. Nice, John. Thanks for doing that with me. <laughs> um, I got to work on my... So one thing that's different about the Marine Corps standard, and did you guys do this? Your arms were flat on the ground like this. Not, not like this, okay? So if you were doing this, that's not it. If you had your hands like this or like this, that's not it. It was shoulder width apart, palms flat on the ground. So the, uh, that made it more difficult. What started to happen for me was my hands and my arms were spreading apart on the ground. I needed something with a little bit more friction, I think. And that's what, uh, that's what dropped me ultimately. I could probably hit two minutes if I pushed really hard, but definitely need to work on it more. 62-year-old former U.S. Marine has broken the world planking with a time of 15 minutes and 15 seconds. Eight hours, 15 minutes and 15 seconds. That's out of control. <laughs> I did see that. I did see that, Larry. That's insane. Absolutely insane. Oh, sweat in here. It's hot in my like studio. So I can't be PTing in here every day. So I hope you guys, I mean, is anybody still going? Because it's about to be six minutes. I mean, I'm going to call it. If you guys hit six minutes, which is in 10 seconds, just stop there. That is like, you're epic if you hit six minutes. Five, four, three, two, one time, six minutes. That's the maximum. We're calling it right there. So if you made it that long, kudos to you. I'm proud of you. Make sure you guys check out the link in the description to get a good water bottle because after that, you're going to need some water. Goku is hungry after playing. Oh yeah. He needs about uh, 20 gallons of rice done for sure. Could go more, but gave up. I lost hands were flat. So did true. Good job nuggets. I'm very impressed. Good job to everybody who did it. I'm proud of everybody who did the plank today. I bet you didn't think when you turn on the Scuttlebutt show today, I was going to have you doing a plank. That's for sure. But I appreciate everybody who did it. That's pretty much it for today's show. We're going to be going over and doing Battlefield 3 after this. I'm going to take uh, the dog out really quick. And then we're going to come back and do the first, like, day one. Battlefield 3 campaign, never done it before. I know a former female bodybuilder can do 12 minutes. I could do 9 to 10 minutes, like he says. That's awesome. 
you know, it was the, it was the, it was my arms. It wasn't my core. I was fine with the plank, but the arms, I need to work on it. I guess my goal is the 420. I want to have the max score. So I'm going to start working on my plank and we, uh, we'll see if we can get it. I could do 12 dude. We need more of this. You want more of this kind of stuff? Cause I love doing fitness stuff actually. So if you want more of this kind of stuff, we can do it. We can figure something out. I could do 12 minutes max. That's really good nuggets. That's really good. Are we still talking about planking? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. So, oh my goodness, that was something else. I have calluses on my elbows because I do this every morning. Eviana, awesome. Wow, great. That's very impressive. I'm, I'm totally impressed. That's amazing. So guys, as always, check out the links in the description down below for all the ways to support the channel. We need to get Max to do the army sprint drag carry. Oh, I, I want to do it. Just hold an Xbox controller and pretend you're flying something you can last 10 hours. Yes, totally. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's it. So I'm going to go take out my dog, come back, play battlefield three, all the ways to support the channel, become a member, Patreon, all that stuff linked in the description down below merch, scuttlebuttshow.com. You guys already know the deal with all that. Uh, day one battlefield campaign, come by and check that out. It should be a lot of fun. And with all that being said, I'll see you guys back for a regularly scheduled episode tomorrow. And until then, that's the scuttlebutt.